Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. All right, so welcome to another edition of the Student Corner of the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier podcast. I'm happy to have uh, Ravanta again here, and uh, I think you had a topic that we wanted to talk about. Yes, I had a few topics in mind, such as Frosh and living on residence. And I'd like to know your thoughts and compare it to how it was maybe like 20 years ago. When when were you at college? <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks for pointing out how old I am. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was a different experience. So I don't know if you want to go first and share kind of your more relevant experience and then we can go back. Or do you want to go chronologically and, and I go first and, and then you? What How would you like to do things? So um, maybe I can focus on... Um, Maybe we can do a compare and contrast. I'm going to start off with how I was at Frosh and Objective Frosh. Um, So at Frosh, I came to make more friends. I came because I was a shy person and I wanted to come out of my comfort zone. And I wanted to interact with more people. As you know, I'm an international student. So I I barely had any friends. And that is the only reason wherein I came to Frosh and connected with so many more people. What was your main objective behind coming to Frosh? Well, for, for me, Frosh was one of those things that people talk about, uh, part of the university experience, everyone kind of parties and has fun and, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, it was different in my day. So uh, back in the day, we actually had grade 13, right? So we graduated a year later. So actually, um, people, uh, some of them were old enough to drink uh, during that time. So there uh, on occasion was alcohol involved. Now, now I don't think any of the ones that were sanctioned by the university ha- had them, but oftentimes were like after parties or get togethers by the student association and uh, things c- could, could be a little uh, different, right? So, but uh, f- for me, I, I mean, I, I didn't have a great experience with alcohol <laughs> during high school, right? Um, I, I get what what's called like the Asian flush where, where I turn like bright, beat red <laughs> when, when I drink and I get super tired, right? Uh, very, very lethargic type of thing. Uh, plus my like heart kind of beats like a mile a minute. So with those things where like my, my body's going crazy, but but I can't move. <laughs> it's not not a great combination. Um, so I didn't really want much of that in, in, in Frosh. So those activities I, I stayed uh, away with. And yeah, I was trying to make friends, trying to connect with people, but I was pretty shy and, and introverted. There wasn't really uh, a lot of people that I connected with. Um, there's only one person that I knew that went to that school. And um, she, she went to a different school, a different high school originally. Uh, but we connected and I kind of <laughs> stuck with her. And, and we built a few friends that we uh, connected with over the few days of, of, of Frosh. And yeah, tried to uh, get to know each other um, but uh, to be honest, like you said, it, it was 20 years ago, so I don't really remember too much about it. Um, I do remember there was like like a juggler, like he taught us to juggle, which I, I found um, myself that that I actually was able to juggle in a couple of minutes, right? Now, I, I lost it and I haven't practiced much of it, but I thought that was uh, fun um, just because I, I was able to do it and I didn't realize I could. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I mean, it was, it was an event. There's a, a bunch of things. I know we like walk down the streets of Toronto yelling a whole bunch of chants that the the, the leaders forced us to do right <laughs> probably more inappropriate than than they they do today um but uh yeah and then there were different sort of get-togethers that kind of uh guided us from from this event and okay now you go over here and now you go over there so 
it was a bit of a whirlwind of stuff that, again, I don't really remember it. But I do remember coming out with a, a couple of good friends um, that that uh, stuck with me, at least for the first uh, term or, or stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess during that time, that was when, when I had uh, met my, my at that time, uh, ex-girlfriend or girlfriend at the time, now became an ex. But uh, yeah, so there's a whole bunch of stuff in there. But uh, yeah, uh, being a little bit of a, a mama's boy and, and, and commuting to school, it was different because I would have to do that and then go home, do that and then go home, do that and go home. But I think you probably had a different experience because you were on, on res. Like, was, was it uh, different because you got to stay uh, um, on campus the whole time? So um, by the time Frosh had started, I didn't get the possession of my residence. So I was in a hotel and um, I had to also commute. I think I was staying in downtown. So I had to commute all the way to downtown. Maybe it, sometimes the events would get over at midnight. And um, I think a lot has changed over 20 years, such as no drinks are allowed now. Instead, to compensate for that, they give a lot of pizza and uh, try to make us happy in that sense. And I think this there was a similarity that... You, you guys used to go on the streets in downtown and cheer and do all that stuff. I think that, that hasn't changed until now because even last year when my frosh was, had taken place, we did the same things. And I think we only went downtown once as a part of cheering, but it was always in Scarborough campus. And I would often get very bored and disinterested and I would wander somewhere else. Like I would go and enjoy the weather out there. Uh, by myself or I would take a few friends me who were also getting bored in the act of cheering even they wanted to get away from it for a bit so what was one main swike for you in Frosh? Oof, uh, going back I think for me it would be getting out of my shell a little bit more so I was kind of that shy introverted uh, computer scientist the, the classic one so so being in a big group of people that drained me that had a lot of uh, energy draining um times where, where uh, probably like you, I wanted to go off and, and, and be with myself for a little bit or with a smaller group of friends because it, uh, it is a challenging time when there's like hundreds, if not thousands of people that, that are around you uh, and, and the, the energy levels dwindle quite quickly when, when that happens. Um, but at the same time, I wished I kind of pushed myself to uh, probably meet more people, uh, introduce myself to other friends. I didn't really meet folks in my program and, and Maybe it's it's uh, the artifact of being in computer science, where <laughs> probably all computer scientists weren't really uh, outgoing enough to uh, connect with each other. So maybe that's the stereotype. But I'm sure there were uh, a bunch of them. So I wish I probably connected with some and 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 uh, moved because really I, I focus on that one group. Like for I think it was a week or four days or three days or however long Frosh was, uh, but it was kind of the same people that I hung around with uh, all the time, right? I was uh, w when I got there, I found them and we kind of stuck together, and then the next day I would look for them and 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 we would hung, hang out and um, we would try to connect. So I guess for me, I wish I would have uh, kind of walked around and found uh, different folks. Uh, and and maybe just experience a little bit more. So like I went home, even though they were doing like the the, the drinking stuff and whatever. So maybe I should have hung out and see what happened, right? Um, try to figure out how to get over that kind of introvert extroverted stuff, right? So that's that's me. Um, but overall, it, it was an experience. Uh, it's not necessarily my cup of tea, the thing that I really love doing. But uh, that's what I encourage folks to do: to get other shell, especially if they're shy, introverted. Uh, try to uh, go out of your way to, to connect with people 
and um, see if, if you can uh, just experience uh, whatever frosh and stuff has uh, for you. So what about yourself? What, what are some of the things that, that you'd uh, tell uh, pre-first year Ravant in, in frosh? <laughs> what would you have him do? Um, my swipe would be that I actually came to frosh on the second day because I landed a little late. And um, on the first day, you know, there were introduction activities when everyone mingled and everyone got to know each other. So I think I missed out on that. And that's why I never got the opportunity to uh, introduce myself. And um, later on, when they put up a good concert and crazy hypnosis act, I was kind of lost because I only had a couple of friends. So my takeaway from that would be that if I would have been there on the first day and interacted with more people, then it would have turned out much better. What was being there on the first day under your control? It was not in my control, but I'd suggest that... Uh, I mean, I got delayed in my flight and then like there were further consequences due to that. And that's why I couldn't preach on time. But um, however, like if I would recommend to someone, then I definitely recommend that they shouldn't, um, you know, miss the first day at Frosh or even missing the last day is fine. But the first day is the day wherein everyone gets introduced to each other. They split up into groups and um it's just better to have so many acquaintances in the first day itself. Right. So an actionable item might be to, if, if you're coming from overseas, plan to arrive at least a day or two early so that in case there's like flight delays or something like that, then you have a little buffer time to, to settle in and, and what have you. So, well, okay. I, I guess a, a question that I have for you is, is those few friends that, that you met, like where did you know them previously or, or how did you end up getting those? Because even if you arrived on the second day, it's, it seems like that you had folks around you. So, so that's good. Yeah. So um, for me, I came, I was a stranger in this country. I had definitely connected with a few people on social media. I met some people on social media, but I had just spoken to them a few times and I couldn't find them in, in Frosh. You know, there were hundreds of people and uh, it was difficult for me to keep a track because everyone is different on social media. And I couldn't like I, I've actually co- tried communicating with a couple of people but it doesn't happen because Frosh is an event where everyone is busy and doing something in, in different groups, doing something at, at some point. So it was kind of confusing then, but I think I I got, a, I connected with many people in Frosh with which I didn't, my friendship didn't uh, continue for a long time, but there were a few people who I took and uh, I'm yet very close to them. So, so walk us through kind of that second day because a whole bunch of people connected on the first day they got to know each other they formed kind of uh informal kind of cliques and circles and stuff of that then you come in on on day two right so how do you how do you kind of break in or how do you kind of uh start conversations with folks like what what was some of the things that that helped you and and you'd recommend for folks to do uh i I guess if they're in that situation there were three groups and then there were like five subgroups in each group at least with my subgroup i have interacted but when i went there there were many icebreaker activities and everyone was super friendly they got me involved and then but you know there was no kind of introduction like what i am and what they did on the first day so i didn't get to do that but the way the only way i mingled was um during let's say lunch times wherein we would have the freedom to go and meet whoever we wanted to I would, you know, stick with the people in my group who I had just started my friendship with and then maybe just catch up over life and have, have, like, just ask them about their background and what 
program there and what they're looking to take forward and what what the prospect what they're looking at in UTSC so I would I would have those discussions with a with a few people over maybe lunch or snacks and that's how I started getting to know more people and then there were later on some activities some sport activities with where I took part and uh, just you know playing when when you're in a team you start playing together it's a team sport so gradually without any communication you start becoming uh, close to that person i maintain contact with them and so so it was really the uh, kind of group setting that they put you in that that kind of forced you to have those uh, kind of initial contact and and those friends in that initial group did, did they kind of stay with you even after frosh and, and into your your university career or did you kind of find a different group of friends that uh, you hung out with i had acquainted with many people wherein I maintained contact with a few people who are really connected on a different level. Like, let's say they were in the same program as me. So maybe they were in the same classes as me. And then majorly the friends who I took along either were staying on res with me or else they were maybe from my home country when a group was formed or the friends who were in the same program as me. Yeah, I think for, for me, I had a slightly different experience where actually the, the group of friends that uh, I connected with uh, in that first frosh, uh, like I, I kept for, for the first term um, because uh, yeah, like I said, one of them ended up being my my girlfriend uh, at the time. So we kind of stayed connected there, but we, we broke up kind of second term and then I kind of turtled in my shell and, and basically did nothing <laughs> between like uh, the, the second uh, term in my first year and then my, my second year and my third year, I, I kind of disappeared <laughs> off the map and just kind of stayed to myself. So yeah, it was an interesting time for me where, yeah, I, I did develop uh, some some close friends at the time, but it was short-lived and, and just due to circumstances and stuff. But those folks were actually from different programs, right? So they were actually, uh, one was, I think I was computer science, one was biology, one was English, and or a couple were in English and, and doing different things. And uh, in our day, like we didn't really have like smartphones and the internet and stuff like that. So sometimes we'd have to use like things like like pagers <laughs> and, and uh, like cell phones were expensive in terms of like minutes and stuff like that. Right. So it was it was uh, you try to conserve your time that you actually talk to someone. Um, so it was interesting to to find uh, ways to, to on how to meet each other or to bump into each other. So we'd, we'd always congregate in the same spot. But yeah, that that's kind of my experience where it was more. I was able to maintain those friendships, albeit short-lived, uh, but that's kind of due to circumstances and my choice. So, Cool. So I think it sounded like a couple of the takeaways were, at least for myself, is to uh, kind of get out of your comfort zone. So for the folks that are in frosh, that uh, uh, try to, especially if you're shy, if you're introverted, to uh, make the effort, because um, sometimes they can be uh, close friends. Sometimes uh, it ends up that you don't see them again, but uh, you might bump into them uh, and uh, at least have a slightly broader network. And then uh, from, from your perspective, uh, I guess the, the swike is more uh, just make sure you're you're uh, able to account for like flight delays and things like that um, so that you can be part of uh, everything that the, the university um, experiences. So so the first day and the introduction and stuff, because that probably would have helped set you up for uh, like a different level of success there, right? So are there any other things that you suggest for folks uh, to, to take out of their, their frosh week? Um, uh, for instance, this is what my frosh group has done that we created a social media account and we added everyone in there so that everyone can you know connect with each other social media and we yet maintain contact we yet plan some activities 
maybe once in two months or something. Cool. So it sounds like the consistent message is to build those connections and and make it easy for uh, folks to reach out and connect and and meet and up and so that you can kind of develop those relationships into uh, like meaningful ones uh, ongoing. So. That's great. Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at LukiDanu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.